we are doing chapter 49 testing the saint and control of the mind this is from sai satcharitra my obeisance to shri ganesh to shri saraswati to shri guru maharaj to the family deity to shri sita ramachandra my most humble obeisance i vow in reverence to the most venerable guru shri sai nath when the vedas and the puranas are exhausted praising the sadguru in all his aspects it is better that an ignorant one like me who does not understand anything should remain silent in fact to remain silent is to praise the sadguru most truly but sai's virtue one after the other makes me forget to keep silent blessed is sai's incomprehensible leela on seeing which i just cannot remain silent and as the palate savor savor uh, savor sweet meat i also remembered the listeners so i took it in my head that i should include them in the feast too which will double the pleasure of its sweetness that is why this feast has become truly interesting and enjoyable however delicious the sweet be in itself but in the company of the good virtuous friend is not there it will not be relished all by oneself and its sweetness also fades fully satiated as sai is in all his desires he is the adornment of all the saints sai is to all his devotees the abode of peace and rest who dispels the most difficult of delusions about the worldly life yeah see in the one of the lines it is saying that to remain silent is to praise the sadguru most truly see we what do we normally do when we praise some very big person or some maybe uh, somebody in your life you normally keep on saying a lot of words you keep on saying oh he is so good she is so good and she did this and you keep on keep on praising and praising and praising now if you see all the vedas and the puranas they have given only praises to the lord whether you take any of the simple two liners to the huge poetry that are written in for the lord it is only in praises isn't it but as much as you praise in the form of a poetry or in the form of a song or in bhajans or kirtans or whatever what is it that you actually gain you gain favor of that particular deity isn't it just like we get gain favor of any great person in the world suppose tomorrow you go and say praises to the prime minister of india naturally if you write a particular poetry or something like that and uh, people will say oh you are you are praising a great man and the great man can definitely grant favors to you but where is the saints are concerned the saints are nothing but what we call as divinity in the form of knowledge which has come down to earth which is nothing but a sort of an expression of the lord i was explaining how this whole thing looks like so i said when you look at a sage like say let us say for example when you look at a sage called sai baba now when you look at a sai baba he looks like a very normal human being you may stand very far and look at him 
he looks like a very small figure and as you come closer and closer he looks like an absolute human being having very simple demeanor his makeup the way his get up is his clothes and every other thing is so simple there is hardly anything spectacular about him you will find that the clothes are torn or maybe he is sitting in a place like a stone he used to sit on a stone which is still there if you go to shirdi you can see the stone or you will find him sitting in his chawdi or he might find him sitting in the masjid masjid mai as he used to call dwarka mai now if you look at him he looks like a very simple human being but as you come closer and closer to the him he starts becoming like you say in hindi the word is ojhal ojhal means disappearing from front of your eyes he disappears he starts disappearing from front of your eyes and what remains over there is something which you can see beyond now if i uh, i mean this is an example which i have given some people uh, now you can see me i am blocking something behind me all right now if i open this you will get a very beautiful scenery over here what do you see behind me behind me you will see tree you may see some birds on that and then right behind is the sky and there's a very beautiful glow over there now what you saw just now is a bright light over there it's a bright light which was hitting your eyes now think about it were you watching what was there you will find that you did not see anything over there but you saw the bright light isn't it what is the bright light the bright light as we call as god and what was actually showing you the bright light is called the glass it's it's transparent you see it's transparent so you can see r par so the sages are like this they are like a transparent glass through whom you can see the divine so as you come closer and closer and closer they disappear from front of you and then you can see the bright light over there so it is god expressing through them and the further you are the very common human being they will look like as you come closer to them they disappear and they appear like glass through which you can see the divine now when you see the divine you become dumbfounded you know that you become absolutely dumbfounded remember vivekananda's experience or girish ghosh's experience or for that matter uh, rani rashmani's uh, son in law when he was sitting over there in this uh, you know khatiya and he is watching ramkrishna ji on one side he sees ramkrishna ji walking and when he turns and he comes back he sees kalima coming in so on one side he sees one and the other side he sees another and he is dumbfounded he doesn't know what to say 
then the only thing that he can do is he can go and literally fall at the feet of Ramakrishna ji. This is exactly what happens when you come closest to the saint. You can see through him the entire divinity. That is what we call as God or what we call as that. Any name that you want to call it or Brahma. It is just that brightness. There is no way in which you can describe. Look at Baba just now and think about it. What you can see in Baba is a poor man. He is sitting on a stone. (laughs) What can you praise over there? But the truth can never be understood there by just looking at one image. If you go to any temple, you will say, Oh, I saw Sai Baba's photo over there or Sai Baba's statue over there. Beyond that, what can you say? Can you say he was beautiful, he was this, he was that? You can't even say those words. Then what is the beauty we are looking at? We are looking through him to the divine. So, the best thing for the person to do is you cannot even speak at such point in time. So, Dabolkar says at this point in time, the best thing to do is keep quiet and just admire. Just admire. That's it. Beyond that, actually words will also not come. But when words are required, like he is saying that at this point in time, when I see other people, when he turns his attention from Baba and he turns his attention to the devotees, then he says, yes, now the words will come because I have to tell them what I am seeing. So it is for expressing to others. See, when, uh, I don't know, those who have attended some Kirtans and all, how many of you have attended Kirtans? You will find that the Kirtankar, he is standing near the statue. He actually stands near, near a small picture or a statue. And then he looks at the audience and he sings. You know that? He actually looks at the audience and sings. Or in some of the movies they have shown that he looks inside and he sings. That is that's actually a different story which happens. A Kirtankar normally stands in a, in a big Sauthara, basically a small hall type of a thing. And in front over there he stands and he sings. Ramakrishna ji, if you remember one of the photographs of Ramakrishna ji, he is standing over there and everybody is dancing around him. Okay? Again, Ramakrishna ji in praise of the Lord, what does he do? He says, I don't say it. He says, uh, that person is Ram Prasad. Ram Prasad says so. He is reciting poems by Ram Prasad. He is reciting poems which were written during the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He is reciting prayers during the times of you know, when uh, Gita was written, that time, I mean, those very ancient, ancient ones. He is in his room. He is not in that temple. So when we are in fervor, talking to other people, normally when praise is to be given, we directly praise a person, isn't it? When we want to give false praises, you can say it to that person directly. Now let us say you have a very great heroine, so in front of her you will go and you will say, Oh, you are the very beautiful, you know, this, that and all that and why you want one autograph or maybe one picture with her. But the moment you turn your back to her and you go and meet some of your friends, Oh, stupid female, I met her, what she looks like man. I just wanted autograph, that's why I told her. (laughs) We are like this type of people, you know, we will go and praise a person and then behind their back, 
But here, in front of God or in front of the deity, we cannot even open our mouth. But behind their back, we go and we, yeah, behind their back, what we do, we do? We go and praise. The Lord is praised over there in the form of poetry, in the form of beautiful verses. So this is how the whole thing revolves around it. Fully saturated as Sai is in all his desires, is the adornment of all the saints. Sai is to all his devotee the abode of peace and rest, who dispels the most difficult of delusions about the worldly life. His Leela is beyond utterances, which my speech is unable to describe. How can I comprehend the incomprehensible skill and the ingenuity of one who is himself unconceivable? One question was asked to me about how do we describe the divine? How do we actually describe the divine. Are there any words in saying how to describe the divine? Then we cannot describe divine in any point of view. There is no way in which we can describe the divine. Just before we end, we will take one small question which uh, Mega had written. So, about 5-10 minutes I will before that. I had forgotten just now, so I will do that. Okay. So, we cannot describe the divine. Sai the wheel of all reminds me very kindly to his story and thus brings this book on to completion as one tries to sing of his greatness. Who is powerful enough to be able to narrate it? Is there anybody in this world who can narrate it? And where Para herself turns back to the inability, what to say of the Paschanti and the Madhyama? And where all these three do not open their mouth, then what do you say of Vaikhari? But though I know this full well, yet my mind will not rest. What is this para, paschanti, madhyama and vaikhari? These are sounds. These are different, different sounds. So if you turn and you will come to know that the speech, the first stirring of the breath is para. Paschanti is the second of the four stages. From the first stirring in the air to breath to the articulate utterances, it is the faint whispering at the breast. Madhyama is the third stage preceding articulate utterances in the fourth stage which is Vaikhari. So if you actually go from in to out or out to in, so it starts from Vaikhari, Madhyama, Paschanti and Para. So it goes like that. So let us say how do you describe these sounds? First is, can you hear my voice? This is a loud voice. So you will find that this is the highest utterance that a person can give, the lowest note actually. If you see in the, you know, if you do the sound analysis, the more louder that I speak like this, it is the lowest. Then you come to the next, the moment you whisper, like that. That is having a very high amplitude. Amplitude, you know, you must be, you must have done frequency, amplitude and all those things in school and college. So this is like amplitude is the highest for a whisper. Then the third one is called what we say, man me bolte. Okay. For God we may say, please God give me this and that in our inside only. For others when we look at idiot, stupid. (laughs) <laughs> these kind of things we say inside our mind only okay it's inside of us we are just saying these words the fourth sound which is the highest sound is never heard of actually never heard you cannot hear it you can only experience it two things hearing means you are using your senses isn't it 
Hearing means you are going to hear your, your, you will hear with your ear. With your mind, you can say, you know, I said these words, okay. Sometimes uh, when, when I ask people, okay, what did you go and tell your boss? And, uh, and the person will say, the person, he, the, my boss was talking bullshit and nonsense, so I told him, you go and take a hike, man. So I asked them, did you actually speak like that? No, 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 I was just talking in my mind. <laughs> you can't speak to the boss like that, see? So you are talking in the mind. I would have liked to tell him that, go take a hike. <laughs> so we are like that. So the third one, you know, where we don't talk, but we just say in our mind, that is the third kind. And the fourth one is the perennial sound. Perennial, it's absolutely, keeps on happening all the time. We don't know about this sound because we have never experienced it physically or mentally or any way. It is a constant drone, it happens. Without your knowledge, without your understanding, without a physical expression anywhere in this. So what happens? You will hear, yeah, like uh, Padma has written the Ajab Japa. We have so hum hamso, the two breaths coming and going in and coming out, isn't it? In the same way, there is a beat which happens. It's at the core of the heart. And it is the constant hum in the universe, which nobody can actually hear but can experience it in the highest states of bliss. You can actually experience it in the highest state of bliss. Very few people can understand that particular sound. Uh, have we lost again connectivity? Uh, because I can't see anybody now. Alright, so we will continue. Unless absorbed totally at Sadhguru's feet, the true form is not comprehended. Hence, one should pray for the bountiful grace of the saints who are themselves Sri Hari or God incarnate. To be fondly attached to the Guru's feet is our highest gain. May we develop a fondness for the company of saints and for their love in many forms. The attribute devotee does not become him who is filled with egotism attached to the body. Only he is a true, true devotee who is completely free from ego. What happens? Why, why does this line come where only the true devotee is without any ego? Devotion means complete sublimation of your own self. Okay? The moment you feel that I am the doer, I am the doer, I am the doer, you are finished. Then you are no longer a devotee, you are a, you are a disciple. A devotee is completely devoted to the Lord, completely devoted to the Guru. Means they have completely surrendered to the will of that Guru or that Lord. That is a devotee. But if you feel, you know, Oh no, I can't do this. Oh no, that cannot be done. He is telling me to do this and he is telling me to do that. I, this is not possible for me to do. So who is saying this is not possible? You are saying. Your ego is talking. Your mind is talking. And it says it is impossible to do. Suppose he says these words. Suppose the Guru says these words. Okay. Go and get me some Nungus. Or what we call as Tadgolas. 
and you will say no this time just now there is nobody there what you are telling me okay saturday when the bazaar is going on that time i will get it and maybe saturday satsang i will offer it to you okay so you have crossed it out strangely how can you cross it out why don't you see outside the door and you will find that there will be a person with the cycle and he would be carrying and he would be saying uh, these are for sale the moment you use your mind that object doesn't exist that object doesn't exist but the moment you just follow the instructions walk out from the door go to the gate and you will find the person actually there i gave you my experience the first time when i went when my gurudev actually called me i went to this place and this person this pandit ji over there is waiting with stuff in his hand saying i have been waiting for you for the last one hour where have you been i asked i looked at him first and foremost he was talking to me in a strange language that is a local language i don't understand anything i asked him what are you talking he says i have been told to hand this over to you so for me it was a very strange experience so who told you that uh, this has to be handed over to me so then he points out inside and he says boss told me okay he said that he is telling me hand it over to him the same thing happened in pandarpur as well in pandarpur i was told that i have to go to that place and offer something i asked who told you that oh she told me that who is she she is rukmini she is telling you go offer this so for me it was a very strange experience again when i sat in the sabha mandap downstairs over there nobody comes there by the way sabha mandap people are just crowding if they want to have a, a durdarshan you know durdarshan means far away darshan not our durdarshan so i was sitting over there i was wondering now what to do suddenly this person comes and he offers me flowers and stuff like that and i i am i'm looking at him and i'm saying what is this now this has been told to give to you so these are strange experiences which you will understand if i use the mind then the experiences don't happen so when there is a complete dedication devotion surrender to the lord everything falls in place so if you are told go get that from there don't bother about questioning the motives over there at that point in time just do it you will find that everything will be there available for you got it that is the reason why it is said that where are we now yeah that attribute devotee does not become him who is filled with egotism attached to the body only he is a true devotee who is completely free from ego so the moment you don't have any ego there is no i me myself over there then you are one with the divine wherein lies the prestige of him who is stiff with pride at being a gnani has a false conceit of his greatness and is a home of hypocrisy what are the gnanis actually the gnanis are those who will always you know quote verses quote places quote say this is there in this place that is there in that place 
will want to show how knowledgeable they are so what is the prestige of a jnani he always wants to show off the amount of knowledge that he has the amount of books that he has uh, you know read the amount of uh, you know uh, verses that he thinks that he knows so he can recite you know and he will recite at random oh this is written in this place that is written in that place so he has false conceit of his own greatness and is a home of hypocrisy he is a hypocrite of the highest order because there is nothing to speak if you look at baba he said i don't understand if you look at ramkrishna paramahansa he himself said you know i am sorry i have no idea i just speak what ma tells me to speak and my lips are moving because ma wants to leave, move my lips and that is the reason why i speak there is no i am not speaking those unfortunate ones who do not sing the glory of their own guru do not listen to it though able to hear they are foolish personified indeed penance is higher than pilgrimages wow sacrifice or charity but worship of hari god is even higher while meditating on one's guru is the highest of all so you will understand that they are going step by step what is the first step they are saying wow sacrifice and charity this is what we take na vrata we say i am not going to eat this something i will not eat sugar i will not drink tea we keep on saying these words or maybe i will have one meal a day something like that or sometimes we say that okay if this happens then i will come to that place some vrat you must have taken and once fulfillment happens or whatever you will say okay i will come to tirupati or i will come to udupi or some such thing all these things are there sacrifices charity keep on giving to charity pilgrimages we take up pilgrimages to different different places like i was telling you last time you know char dham yatra and so many other places higher than all of this is when you pray to hari hari is krishna when you pray to krishna that is higher than all these things and higher than that is meditating on one's guru is the highest so when you meditate on the guru what happens just now only i showed you there is light behind is like a glass screen and there is light behind so when you meditate on the guru you reach god sai alone is the meditation of his devotees he alone is the puja of gods and goddesses he is their secret treasure too which they have to guard carefully but not like a miser once in a while i might feel lazy but sai in the dweller of my heart knows no laziness if i forget about the story he reminds me at the right time this is also a very strange experience that happens to every individual for that matter you will find that suddenly out of the blue you will remember some story okay now satsang is over most of it is uh, under erase button you know like trrr, everything is got erased so a new file comes in so like i put my load over here and then it is going in the drive after that it is erased from this so next day next satsang next uh, again so the moment out of the satsang so everything one erase button is on and then 
I have to cook, I have to go, I have to go to work, I have to do this. <laughs> Everything starts in our world and we are lost in our world. Suddenly something happens. You know, out of the blue, you will find that, let us say you are working in the kitchen. Okay. Now when you are working in the kitchen and you say, Ki, um, today I have to create this particular Sambar, okay. And while you are making the sambar, suppose you say, Oh, I need that uh, udit dal, you know. So you go and search for the udit dal and then you find it. And when you are pouring it in that thing, suddenly you remember the udit dal story. Oh my God, I suddenly remember it. Okay, udit dal story. Is there gold over there? <laughs> See? The connections suddenly happen. The stories flow. Sudden flows are there. Maybe you are walking on the street. It's like this, you know. You are walking on the street. And suddenly when you are walking on the street or maybe you are coming for the satsang, when you are coming down from your, your building, suddenly you see, oh, Nungu fellow, okay, come on, come on, let me buy this. Suddenly story comes, ting, and then you are buying it. And then you will come and then you will say, Oh, here I found this over here when I was going. How did this happen? You will wonder why this happens and how this happens. This is all planned by the way. <laughs> this is a part of the grand plan. Maybe my, maybe the stomach of the Guru was be planning all these things. Who knows? <laughs> so, coming back to the truth. All these are equations there already existing. They already exist. Okay? How do they exist? They are already there in that whole place in blocks. You know, those who have seen uh, how these uh, 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 children, you know, when they have those blocks of tiger, lion and elephant and all that, how do they put the blocks together? When you bought it from that fellow, already the blocks were in place. And then you go and spread them out for the child to put them back again. You know what is going to come over there, don't you? So, you already know that this is the tiger, this is the lion. So you ask your child, okay, now which block goes where? So the child will say, oh, this is a nice tail. I think I will put this tail over here. And then you will find that the animal that is there is yellow in color and the tail is black in color and then you say is that so that is not correct no so then the then the child says but uh, this tail is coming over here no 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 i think yellow tail will come then it's a tiger's tail you know you're putting an elephant's tail over there that is not correct <laughs> so already it is there in place remember this so even in this world our entire universe today let me tell you this much all sequences are already existing. Okay? You are like a child who is putting all the blocks in place. Understand? You are just like a child who is putting every block in place. Like we, we say the jigsaw puzzle, you know. Our life is like a jigsaw puzzle. The Lord has already designed the whole thing. Okay? Except that sometimes you put the top, sometimes you put the bottom, sometimes you put this side, sometimes you put that side. Did you understand what I am saying? The karma is one block. One block, consider it as your karma. 
some people start from the leg now you are making an animal over there some people will start from the leg some people will start from the head some people will start from the tail some people will start from the scenery there but you know very well that the center block is has to come in the center isn't it but the time factor we cannot say the time factor when you are going to put it there so understand this karma is anyway going to happen it is anyway going to be there i told you when you move from point a to point b the point a to point b you have to anyway reach point b that means the central block is going to come in the center the corner block is going to come in the corner this right hand corner the left hand corner the tail and everything is perfectly in its place except when are you going to put it if you put it not in the sequence prescribed then what happens your futuristic karma comes into play because your mind has come into play did you understand your mind having put in those play what happens is you decide what is to come when whereas it's a straight time yes it's a time lost we have delayed the whole process end of the day you still have to do it no raj was telling me she was watching one serial uh, what is that mahabharata i think in which krishna is already showing arjuna see my dear fellow i have already killed all these people okay what is it that you are going to do why don't you lift your bow and arrow and shoot them i have already finished doing all that you just go take care your aim and you shoot them i will ensure that the arrow is going to go and hit the right place got it so already it is planned so what is the point then so that nothing happens for you to delay you need to do everything in the sequence it is mentioned exactly at the time when it is mentioned so don't bring your mind into play the moment you bring the mind into play you are procrastinating finally the universe will make you do the same thing it will make you do the same thing brito told me you know that bullock about one <laughs> and you hold him you know bullock cart no so the bullock has got one rope through his nose he says end of the day jaake jaake kidhar jayega tum at the end of the day you still are a bullock no his the reins are in his hand he gives you one kick and then you start moving otherwise you don't want to move so that is the reason why we have to always perform our karmas exactly at the moment prescribed don't keep on delaying it dilly dallying and nothing were i to say that i will rest for a moment yet my writ does not run here for suddenly such a story is inspired from within that i am compelled to take up the pen in hand to narrate to his devotees so many of his marvelous stories and also for my own good he has induced me to write the satcharit as it is the stories of the saint are composed and written by himself alone for unless inspired by him they become dull and uninteresting at every step however most compassionate this sainath is he has entered my heart and has got the book written fulfilling also my innermost desire wishes when the tongue ceases to repeat sri sainam the chitta that is the mind contemplates on the word 
and the manas heart meditates on the divine form it brings me complete satisfaction there is a very beautiful song those who understand marathi can say uh, he says tujhe roop chitti laho mukhi tujhe naam deha prapancha sa you know it's a very beautiful song i wish i'll i'll post it if i get a chance it's uh, one of the very beautiful songs which uh, if i feel if i if i'm not uh, wrong it is uh, one of the very old films okay so this chitta and the naam and all suddenly reminded me of that he on whose lips she sighs name is present all the time and in whose heart dwells a deep love for she sigh and the karma that he performs is only for sai to such a one sai is greatly indebted yes gora kumar so what i meant was if the guru has commanded you a certain thing you do it in time you are doing it as an offering to him the moment you put it as an offering to him no karma is accrued i think we have already discussed about this many times no karma gets accrued there is no mind at play you are just performing a duty which is you are offering everything to the lord so what he says he on whose lip she sighs naam is present that means always the name of the lord is there all the time and in whose heart dwells a deep love for she sigh and the karma that is performed is only for sigh that means when you keep on performing all actions only for the divine at that point in time no karma is attached to you so the lord is indebted to you there is no other means than this to snap the ties of worldly life sai story is most purifying reading it or listening to it always brings pure great satisfaction make a pradakshana pradakshana means going around isn't it around him on your own feet listen to the narration of satcharit you know going on your own feet means what uh, you know when the temple is very tiny or small what do you do you can't go round it what do you do you go round yourself you know this is what we do the we do one namaskar and we go round ourselves yes circle ambulate yes so around him on your own feet listen to the narration of satcharit embrace him with love and have his darshan with your eyes how do you have darshan with your eyes you just bring him to your chit prostrate before him in obeisance lower your head on the feet let the trunk repeat his name and the nose inhale the fragrance of his nirmalya nirmalya if you recollect what nirmalya is the flowers and the things that are offered at the feet we take one little smell of that isn't it or maybe even take one little tulsi leaf and we put it in our mouth that is basically what we call as a nirmalya now to pick up the threads from the previous story a promise had been made to the listeners in the last chapter that i will narrate the story of a devotee who was fond of miracles himself not being interested in any material or spiritual desires and having no awareness of the saint spiritual power he distrusts their description given by another anyone else when the friends relate stories of sai he listened but a view to find fault unless supported by direct self experience he would not accept anything in the world we are always so skeptical with everything in this world especially where the sages and the saints and the gurus are concerned we don't want to trust anything we want to have a first hand experience so what we say mai experience milega only when i get the experience that i will believe it is like just think about it okay now you go to a very big store okay 
maybe you are going to a bookstore and in the bookstore they have covered the pages of a book by plastic okay will you buy the book you will say kya hai kya sona laga hai kya usme you know <laughs> you will say to that you think this is gold that you are wrapping it up and keeping over there at least we should be able to open and see so you basically are looking for an experience again you know many of us we have this great habit we will go to a sweet meat store and we will ask him ye kitne ka hai the rate is written okay 700 800 rupees kilo is written on that he will ask him still ye kitne ka hai and then you will say immediately na thoda taste de dena haven't we all done this thoda taste de dena and that fellow will remove with his hand and he will give you a little bit and then you will say नहीं नहीं ये बराबर नहीं है इसमें थोड़ा स्वीट जरूरत ज़्यादा है दूसरा वाला देखता हूँ वो कितने का है उधर लिखा है छः सौ रुपया एक्चुअली यू आर कम टू बाई दैट सिक्स हंड्रेड रुपीज़ ओके बट यू स्टिल वॉन्ट टू फाइंड आउट वॉट इज द एट हंड्रेड रुपीज़ वर्थ यू दाई पे सो मच सो देन यू वॉट आर द सिक्स हंड्रेड रुपीज़ ये फ्रेश है क्या सो दैट फेलो विल लुक एट यू गिव यू अस्टेयर ओके फ्रेश है ना अब भी आया है एंड देन यू से नहीं नहीं टेस्ट बताओ and then finally what you did say to him okay give me 200 grams are wo tumne jo peda khaya na uska hi ye na 50 gram to usi pe gaya mera nobody bothers about that we are so funny creatures okay there is a very funny story which i heard which uh, one of my friends said he said that uh, i mean it was also there in one of the films by the way the same story was there he said you know the next time you go to switzerland you don't have to go and buy chocolates over there i asked him why he says you start from one end of the street to the other end of the street and you take samples everywhere wala hum log indian log bahut ustad hai aisa sab karne mein wala indian logo ko buy karne ka zarurat nahi hai sab jagah se sample utao so <laughs> finally you will and they give the samples free okay one big big chocolate chunk they will give free so he says you should do like this so in one of the films uh, i remember seeing that the couple is gone to switzerland and uh, and in every shop they will go and eat one <laughs> sample so that way so here in the same case what happens where the guru is concerned you want one sample milega ke thoda sa so first thing that anybody wants is can i get a glimpse of that miracle what miracle no me <laughs> miracles happen only if you want miracle you should go to all the big hairy not not brito but other you know hairy baba ji that are there they will all give you super experience over there don't worry they will all remove ash they will remove all sorts of things and give okay <laughs> that is nothing if, if you get those kind of experiences that means your your spirituality is gone to the dogs because no no person who does all kind of these hocus pocus miracles is worthy enough let me tell you this much okay so i hope you understood that direct self experience is everybody needs this so what i will do is i will stop on this page and i'll take up the question which uh, i think uh, she had written she had sent to me so let me see yeah um mega had asked all our curses come true does this work for blessings also 
so we wish well for so many people does it also come true so and then the next part of the question i will come to once i finish yeah pari has written that film is called bachanae hasino okay good for you so next time you go to switzerland you know where to get free chocolates from okay so when we say now that we uh, when a, when a curse is given the curse comes true similarly when we give a blessing suppose we bless somebody hmm. think about it every time when all these old foggies who keep on coming to your youngsters houses you know one of you know they keep on saying ki uh, you will get so many kids and so many and at that time you say shiva 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 please don't talk like this you know you're talking about one dozen kids and all that in this house what you are going to uh, come and see them or what so the thing is they, they have given a blessing uh, what puto follow and something something they say okay something it, these are blessings okay now in our marathi we have one saying you know okay what we say in marathi is कावळ्याचे श्रापाने ढोर मरत नसतात कौवा लोक राहतात ना कौवे लोक कौवे लोक मीन्स क्रोज वेन दे कीप ऑन कर्सिंग दी ढोर मीन्स यु नो बफेलोज एंड काउज एंड ऑल दे डोंट डाय इमॅजिन द क्रोज बफेलो इज इटिंग समथिंग अँड द क्रो वॉन्ट्स इट अँड द क्रो विल से यू इडियट यू दिस वन दॅट वन अँड दॅट बफेलो विल लुक एट इन यू डोंट नो you know my boss you know who my boss is crow is it so who is your boss the yamdev is my boss you better be careful okay i can give you a shraf and you will have to go to my boss <laughs> not me i only stay there only so what i am saying is this is he or normal cursing doesn't work normal cursing that we do that doesn't work in the same way normal kind of blessing doesn't work you go to emoji emoticons okay emoji is there no in your whatsapp every time every time like this <laughs> you think that emoji ko emoji fellow is working or what every time when you say hey, namaskara and all that doesn't work okay so it requires a lot of passion lot of fervor lot of this so only thing you need to understand is anything that comes from the deepest part of our heart that definitely has a meaning when we see somebody sick at that point in time we go and say to the person get well soon we really mean it but when we say to our friend who has not come for to work today and you call him up and you ask him kya ho gaya aaj aaj tabiyat theek nahi hai and that fellow is laughing and you can hear the noise behind him tabbe thik na kaun sa bar mein baitha hai tu acha acha get well soon bola tu jaldi se bahar aana udhar se to talli ho ke aayega kal so see you have to understand we these kind of blessings and all don't work and neither can those kind of curses work the curse which comes from the innermost of our being which is like literally like it, it makes you cringe oh my god this person has said this that and that person needs to have substance first to give you a blessing okay i saw one baba ji ka film you know 
that baba ji he will he, uh, very <laughs> it was made by some uh, somebody from bangalore and every person who comes over there every woman who comes over there he she bends down no and this fellow uh, he is doing like this <laughs> you think that's a blessing that fellow is taking advantage of you so don't you go over there that is not blessing another another saint um, the so called that person takes you very close holds you very tightly gives you tight slaps behind okay 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 well, okay like that you think that is called blessing whispering something to in your ear again it's just like the mantra the mantra is for sale 1 million people take the same mantra that mantra has no value exactly in the same way that blessings has no value neither does the curse have any value but when it comes from the innermost core it has value so i hope you understood the meaning of that so i will take up the second part is there any way to get immunity against these bad wishes we do the ritual for removing bad drishti for small children and various thread do they work very good of course you know what we do no when somebody comes and you know holds our child and hey bahut acha hai mast ho gaya hai wo after that fellow goes we take one kajal and we put one tikka over here uski drishti nahi lagni chahiye we do these kind of things okay our world is full of that now these kind of rituals and this kind of uh, things exist in our world or the cat crossing our path we don't want to cross we don't want to go over there see all these are called superstitions the most important part that you need to remember over here if you believe in it it exists if you don't believe in it nothing exists so if you feel that you need to put one tikka to your child please put if you feel that it is not important bole kauve ki drishti hai usse kuch nahi hone wala hai kuch nahi hota hai gaya so it does not matter nobody can harm who can harm nobody so don't bother about you know doing something like that and just because kisi ke bolne se kuch hone wala hai aisa nahi hai yaad rakho just because somebody says like i told you it has to come from the innermost being then only it has value otherwise it has no value 